0: I've been thinking, what if Lewis Hamilton didn't join Mercedes in 2013? Supposing Lewis actually stayed at McLaren for 2013 and Michael remained in the sport for that year. The reality is, is that Michael is in really critical condition and we must wish him a very swift recovery. We're all thinking of you Michael and keep fighting. This is not besmirching anybody, I'm not dunking on Lewis Hamilton. This is just a little flight of fancy I had with my mind and I wish to share it with you. In this case, Lewis Hamilton wasn't convinced by Ross Brawn or Nicky Lauder in fact, it almost came to a coffee at Lewis Hamilton's mum's house for Ross Brawn to try and convince him to go to Brackley. But instead, he chose to stay at Woking with McLaren for a little bit longer. And then maybe Michael might have found out what was cooking for 2014. The new V6 rules, the changes in aerodynamics. Well, I think we're going to have a bit of fun with this. And alright, here we go. In this scenario, Lewis Hamilton chooses to stay at McLaren for 2013 a 1 plus 1 sort of deal to try and test the waters and see whether or not McLaren can actually get back on their feet and start challenging for world titles and constructors bits quite frankly McLaren are very grateful for him to actually still be remaining there giving them a little bit more faith it would prevent Jensen Button from having any headaches with not having Sergio Perez as a teammate because if we remember in 2013 Sergio Perez did give Jensen a lot of headaches, and it takes a lot to anger Jensen if you think about it. Perez would have remained at Sauber for 2013, with the possibility for him to go into Ferrari in 2014 due to the fact he had a very impressive couple of years with Sauber that actually would have happened had he not gone to McLaren. It's something that Checo actually regrets him going to Woking instead of Maranello. So in this reality, that would happen. It would actually mean that Kimi Räikkönen's services at Ferrari would not be required. He would have been at Lotus for 2013, but after that, where would he have gone? Well. He probably would have gone back to rallying, or maybe have done some NASCAR, or he may have just gone and retired. He would have been quite happy with that, not being in the spotlight, and uh, quite frankly, he wouldn't have been at Lotus anymore. Because remember, it cost them a lot. $50,000 for every single point that he won. And he won hundreds of them and wins? Yeah, no, Lotus would have gone bankrupt if he stayed there. But what happens at Mercedes? So, Toto Wolff becomes the new team principal. And Michael Schumacher is still there for the time being, but not entirely convinced whether or not he would actually stay for the long term. Toto would do everything in his power to try and keep Michael there. Nicky Lauda would play along as well, but he would be keeping an eye on Lewis Hamilton for the time being, because he is at McLaren and they are a Mercedes-powered team. But for the time being, they still have Michael and his wealth of experience, because Toto has said that, a lot of Mercedes dominance has something to do with Michael Schumacher's input and what he was able to do there. Kind of like what Sebastian Vettel did for the development of Aston Martin and where they are now and where they are going. Michael would have been told about what was going on with the V6 project, and the fact that they were actually onto something pretty good in the wind tunnel in the simulators with the championship contending W05. He would stay alongside Nico Rosberg, who in 2011 had signed a multi-year contract from 2013 and beyond. So the lineup would remain the same for the time being. There's no issues there. Rosberg's not going to be looking anywhere else because he too would also know what was going on with the V6 project. With two German drivers, this would be very good for the German fans of Formula One and Going into 2014, it would be absolutely fantastic. Mercedes are on a high, they're feeling confident, but for 2013, they have still got to be in that transitional phase. It's confirmed in the media that Michael Schumacher has signed a two-year extension for Mercedes. So if 2014 didn't work out, he would retire at the end of 2015, at the age of 45. Does Michael Schumacher have what it takes to win a race for Mercedes? Yes, but it would be at a place where he actually knows how to win. I would say it would probably be at the Canadian Grand Prix or at Spa. Those are the places where he has won the most, and I think it would stand to reason in that kind of car, as it was developing more and more, it would come to him. Rosberg, he would win too. Of course he did. He won twice in reality, so why wouldn't he win here? Michael's engines would be fired up right now. He would be stoked, he'd be excited, because the pace of Mercedes change was getting there. 2012, we actually were starting to see the improvement, but the main problem with the W03 was the fact that it wasn't really reliable, and Michael Schumacher bore the brunt of it. If Michael hadn't had that silly accident in Catalonia, he would have been in Poland, Monaco. And who knows what would have happened? He might have won at Monaco. So the pace of development was getting there, and 2013 would be better that car was more reliable, so Michael would have actually won a race. And I feel like now he would be genuinely ready and excited to go for a championship title in 2014. But what about Lewis Hamilton? The focus of this video? What happens to him? Does he stay at McLaren for a second year? Well, um, no. What he's feeling right now is immense regret. Sure, McLaren would have scored more points in 2013, since they would have had the same lineup, and Lewis does bring a lot to the table but it still wouldn't have been enough to actually overhaul Lotus for the 2014 season. They would have been closer, but very much still fit in the Constructors, and this would be the point where Lewis Hamilton would have had enough. Lewis would look around for any other teams that would have him, but at the moment, no one's really biting or can afford him. Thinking back to his talks with Ross Braun, and kind of regretting not taking up the mantle there and then, but he knows that Michael only has a two-year contract, he would just have to wait out the clock, but he can't stay at the Lexus McLaren but he wants to also impress the bods at Mercedes, so you go to a team which is powered by Mercedes. Lotus can't really afford him at the moment, with all the fallout of Kimi Raikkonen. So he would go to the next best thing, Williams. He goes to Williams to partner with Felipe Massa. Now, given what's happening at the moment with championships and contracts and compensation, it does sound a little awkward, but I think at that time, I think it would be a little bit more amiable. And also, Williams are at that moment where They are kind of in flux at the moment, and Massa, he'd be happy to be driving for the same team that Etten Senna did. But Lewis Hamilton's playing 3D chess here. His plan would be to be with another Mercedes-powered team that isn't McLaren, and try and maybe get his way into Brackley for a future season. And besides, Lewis Hamilton does have a very deep respect for Frank Williams and what he's been able to achieve. So him, Lewis Hamilton, getting to drive for two prestigious British teams in Formula 1? That's pretty big in of itself. It's a nice little curiosity. But wait. This all comes at the expense of Valtteri Bottas. Where does he go? Honestly, I think he would take up the place that Perez had at Sauber. And for the 2014 season, Kevin Magnussen would take up the place which was vacated by Hamilton. But then does Lewis Hamilton win a race in 2014 with Williams? Oh, he definitely does. Because remember, Lewis Hamilton is a very talented driver. One of the best of the modern era. And that Williams car in 2014 and arguably 2015 was quick, but not very grippy. But I feel like with Lewis Hamilton's development and his guidance, as well as his mercurial skill, he would actually be able to drag that car to a win. But it would be at a place where downforce wasn't really an issue. Kind of like the way Williams is right now. So I would say that maybe Lewis Hamilton might have gotten a win at Monza. Maybe we'd have had a double Williams podium with Massa and Hamilton on the Italian podium. How would the Tifosi actually take it? Well, um... I mean, at least Massa's on there, and they kind of like Massa. And I feel that all of this development and Lewis Hamilton's presence at Williams would actually set them in good stead for the time being. He would actually be able to develop the 2015 Williams car into something that he would like, and just having that championship winning intel would be critical for Williams to be able to develop and make do with what they have, be more resourceful, actually set them in good stead and be able to develop from what Lewis Hamilton's been able to actually gain and garner from these new regulations and his own preferential style. So let's just say that when things do decline for Williams, it would not be as sudden a fall like we saw in 2018. But the main event kicks off at Bahrain 2014, Schumacher and Rosberg. It becomes very clear that these two people are going to be the ones that will gun it for the 2014 title. Of course, Michael does not have his skiing accident because he would have been putting every single waking moment into training and making sure that his body was up to the task of a full on title championship where team orders weren't a thing. It was honestly not really a thing at Mercedes until Spain 2016 and then after that team orders were very much a thing to prevent that from happening again. At that time, the Mercedes drivers weren't really told to actually stay in file. They could race each other. Lewis Hamilton and Rosberg would put pay to that. An eighth world title was within his grasp, and Michael would do everything to take it. We would see full-on ruthlessness from Michael Schumacher, because the prize is there. He is in a car that can do it, and the only person that can stop him from doing it would be his teammate. And this would be arguably one of the hardest teammates in which to take that title away from, because he wouldn't have that help from the team. But of course, he has the skill to do it. I mean, he's won it seven times already this battle would have been extremely intense for michael schumacher and nico Rosberg as well as was the mercedes team it would be giving them a lot of headaches but to us the public it would be amazing the schumacher of old from the 90s the 2000s was back those first few years with brackley where it was a little bit shaky oh a distant memory absolutely gone this was the old michael he was back and even though he was starting to approach his mid-40s he proved that he still had it The driver that transformed what it meant to be a Formula 1 driver, to put all the hours and days into the gym to actually bring your body to the peak of physical fitness. Much to the chagrin of people who didn't like doing that, like uh, a future Yuki Tsunoda. But I feel like Nico Rosberg would be up to the challenge, because he's been teammates with Michael since 2010. He would know all of his tricks and how he worked, and he'd be able to get the jump on him in a way. Because when it comes down to Abu Dhabi 2014, Rosberg would be the one to clinch it. Just by a couple of points. Michael would have been pulling out all the stops, all the tricks to try and get past Rosberg. But in the end, Rosberg's experience with Michael at a time where team orders weren't a thing and of course his youth, would be to a benefit at that time, but it would be extremely close. Close enough for Michael to give it one more go for 2015. Knowing that he can do it, he just has to try a little bit harder. But either way, Michael would have actually gone past the 100 victory milestone regardless, so he would have actually salvaged something. And second place in the World Championship by a couple of points perhaps? Not bad. Not bad at all. And I feel that in the end, he wouldn't be angry. He'd be gracious in defeat. He would be congratulating Nico Rosberg for showing that German drivers still had it, that they were still relevant in Formula 1, and bringing it back to life in that country, where at the moment, it's not really looking good for that country and Formula 1 support. So having two drivers fight in the World Championship and they're both German in a German team, it would be doing wonders for Mercedes stock price. 2015 Mercedes are just as dominant. In fact, maybe even more so. But at the same time, we would have Lewis Hamilton stumping his influence out at Williams. Having developed the car further and further, that team would be actually fighting really closely for Ferrari's second place in the Constructors. It would be a very big ding-dong battle for whoever got the runner-up spot for that year in the Constructors. Vettel and Sergio Perez would be the ones racing for the Scuderia. With the title in 2015, I feel that this time it would go the other way around. Michael would just about do it. He would come out victorious by, again, a couple of points and it would still go to Abu Dhabi. He would have to try and figure out new ways in which the best Nico, He would have actually been able to fight nico tooth and nail and therefore gain some more intel as well so it just goes to show the wily old fox still has it and of course youthful exuberance and cockiness would get the better of nico rosberg but i feel like again they would be gracious in defeat it wouldn't get nearly as aggressive or angry as it did with hamilton in 2016 in reality but i think in the end this would be enough for michael he would have had his eighth world title ross would no longer be working for mercedes it it, it was enough to call for time. Michael would then announce his retirement not long after he had won that race and the eighth title and due to the, all the hubbub of Michael's second retirement, people would temporarily forget that he'd even won his eighth world title. It would have been such a surprise, but again, not really a surprise because he only had a two-year extension and this was the end of his contract. He's just choosing not to continue. But would Michael really actually go along with no team orders at play? I think he would this time around. Mercedes were there right at the get-go, as a team in flux, in transition, building them up, and this is what Michael had at the beginning of his time at Ferrari. Team orders weren't really a thing, but he did stamp out authority back then, and it's a case of trying to bolster Mercedes for the future, and that's exactly what he's doing. He can see the young talent in Nico Rosberg, and the fact he's a German driver, there'd be a lot more support there. Of course, when there's a championship-winning car in there, of course he's going to be more ruthless, but at that time, I believe that they won't need to rely on team orders, that they're both smart enough and mature enough to not really get too aggressive and not crash each other out. Yes, Michael will play some tricks and every now and again, but they wouldn't take each other out. Again, this was not the Mercedes of 2016, now speaking of 2016, with Michael Schumacher out, this is the time for Lewis Hamilton to pounce. He would quickly get on the blow to Toto and sign a contract almost immediately after Abu Dhabi finishes to drive for Mercedes in 2016, alongside Nico Rosberg. Rosberg in turn signs a contract extension to 2018 because you know, they're doing really well. And remember, Rosberg had a contract extension to 2018, but then he chose not to honour it after that battle in 2016 for the championship. But I feel like Rosberg now going into Hamilton, he would be a lot more confident and a lot more buoyed up. He'd have already won a title. He would have been close to winning a second one. Who's to say he wouldn't go for a, that second title again? Giving Lewis Hamilton more of a challenge. Rossberg would have been more established, and he would be then going into being the team leader. Lewis Hamilton would have a harder time of it, but I feel like he would end up winning titles for Mercedes anyway. That is a given, of course he would. As for Williams, with Lewis Hamilton gone, they would be kind of left in the lurch, but they would have a better aero concept than they have before, and in reality. But who would be actually replacing Hamilton? Well, I believe it might have been somebody who could have gone to Williams for 2016, Jensen Button. Really? Jensen was going to go back to Williams back then? Yeah. According to news informations at the time, he almost did sign for the Grove-based team in 2016 before joining McLaren for one more season, extending it for one more go. But in this situation, after seeing what happened at Williams and them being a compelling rival to Ferrari, I feel that Jensen would want to finish off his career in Formula 1 back at the place in which it started. So I feel like Jensen would have a good time of it. He would score some podiums, maybe just one or two, because Williams would be in the decline, but Having Jensen's input would still be pretty useful because it did work well at McLaren for a while. Leaving McLaren with Kevin Magnussen taking back up the driver role alongside Fernando Alonso. The question is though, would Magnussen actually survive alongside Alonso? Maybe, he's quite fiery. But at this point it starts to get a little bit blurry and conjecture actually starts to get a little bit fuzzy and stuff like that. So we're probably going to leave it for this moment. But I hope this was of interest. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice really do appreciate it, and until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye.